0: so before we move into talking about the weekend wrestling which was quite a hefty weekend wrestling so we have the the pay-per-view at the, at the weekend as well and uh, we're also going to mention a little bit of takeover um I wanted to address Carl, hopefully as brief as possible, um, the age-old question of um, essentially what got us into wrestling, or why 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 we like wrestling, how we ended up where we are, in a sense, which is a big question to ask. But just a brief on on sort of your feelings towards sort of how how you got into wrestling. So I'll, I'll preface it a little bit by saying, um, and I've stuff that anyone who's listened to us regularly, you know, that that one dedicated fan we've got who's listened to every fucking hour of this. Um, <laughs> He already knows, right? But um, your wrestling uh, history relationship goes back much further than mine. But um, we both were probably at, at you know there for the peak of the Attitude Era and the peak of of wrestling fandom where everyone was into it. Um, and so I found it for me. I'd love for a little bit of history from yourself as to as as to your your relationship with it in the early years. But I, I, I really for me I wanted to talk about why sort of when so many people were like, right, I'm over it now. Um, What sort of kept us here where we are with wrestling as it were, because we've both, I mean, we've been up and down with it. um, To be honest, the summer of punk, I actually weren't really watching wrestling all that much. I caught most of that on YouTube catching up. Um, Mm -hmm. So there are times we haven't really been into it massively, but yeah, for me, it was just um, an interesting one to see sort of how our feelings towards it and, and why, why it is we, we sort of maintain this sort of love of wrestling as it were. So Carl, for the love of wrestling, Tell us why. I mean,
1: for me, it's it's that age-old thing, isn't it? You know, you, you go back to the whole gladiators days of seeing two combatants squaring off in the Coliseum, or in this case in in a, the wrestling ring, and it's these two larger than life, you know, big behemoth athletes, and you just they're gonna throw down and square off, and it's it's so just like exciting to kind of see well who's going to come out on top is it going to be the one that you're rooting for is it going to be the one that you that you don't want to win and this is classic tale of good versus evil you know somewhere along the way um over the years you know for me you know i i properly got into this in 1992 i was like four years old and it for me it was these like it was very gimmick driven it was like your your hulk hogan's your american icons you had you know you had a, a policeman you had a convict you had (laughs) <laughs> any, any kind of occupation you could think of you had a Mountie, you had like, all these things <laughs> were you know it was very gimmick driven so Didn't you have very... like the
0: IRS back then as well oh yeah IRS 100% <laughs> like
1: if it was an occupation it, it, it was a wrestler you had you know eventually in later <laughs> years you had you know you had a, a a fucking a dumpster guy you know stuff like that so steve um, the sandwich artist <laughs> uh that is a gimmick I'm telling you right now <laughs> um but yeah so for me it was always it is this, this medley of you know the kind of good versus evil kind of combat stuff that's just ingrained in us and you know, it's been that way for years, you know, as, as I said, all the way back to like the, the early days and like the Colosseums and stuff like that. So you've got that aspect of it. Then you've got like the character work where, okay, when I was first getting into it as a child, you know, these kind of large and life, colourful characters of, you know, Tatanka and Berserker and all these kind of things were really so enthralling to see like, okay, I've never seen anything like this before. Obviously, as time went on, that became less about gimmicks and more kind of real worldish. but, you know, It's still it was still about these these people that you kind of you you resonated with, like Stone Cold Steve Austin was a guy who hated his job and hated his boss. And how many people around the world can relate to that and you've got to come to work every day and be screwed over by your boss? And it's something where you've got, you know, you can see (laughs) something where you you get behind someone so much and you just wanna see them prevail. Um, and then you ultimately get to see that payoff of, uh, of the the square off at the end of the day as well. So for me, it's just been this combination, this crazy little medley of, you know, athleticism, you know, combat sports, acting, character work. It's just something which is a million times better than any soap opera you'll ever see because it's just, you know, you feel it, you become part of it and you really become intrinsically linked with these characters and you want to see them either do well or or fail.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's a I love the way you've so eloquently put that, to be honest, Carl, because I, I think something despite how wrestling's evolved over the years and changed over the years, that is something that is essentially ingrained all the way through it. And the reason I mention that is because you could talk about recent year or fairly recent years, like when when Daniel Bryan was sort of the epitome of the underdog and we got to follow that story through. And again, you you relate to that. Um and we got to follow that all the way through. To the point that when he won both titles at WrestleMania, we were massively behind him. Like you can understand the the yes movement, you can understand the crowd being so behind this guy, because it is that that underdog tale and that sort of almost um, I don't know believable element that you know this guy can do it, anyone can do it kind of thing. And um, you know, for me, I've always been into like your, your heroes and that sort of thing. I used to watch the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as a kid. I've always been into Marvel that sort of thing. And this is almost an extension of it. Is that it, like you say, it's it's that heroic sort of element to it that good versus evil as you say um but uh how do you feel in terms of of sort of when we were 11 years old carl um uh, wrestling was very much at its peak literally i think everyone we knew loved wrestling um and then as literally in the space of a few years it sort of fizzled out as far as as far as our peers um and obviously we carried on enjoying and loving wrestling um how do you feel about sort of because obviously a lot of people would would sort of link that to the attitude era being the best era because you know nostalgia um but it, it's an ever evolving product and and one that has to you probably wouldn't get away with the the attitude era now um mm. but how do you feel about how wrestling changed and and sort of what kept you going with it
1: i th- i think it kind of comes back down to fads and and trends and it just so happened around that 98 99 kind of time scale wrestling became a massive fad like you've had your tamagotchi you've had your yo-yo your pogs <laughs> mm. and like wrestling was this there was this form of entertainment that felt really current they'd obviously gone a new direction where it was the attitude yeah, era it was, where it was more it had not
0: been seen in wrestling really before i think wcw was sort of pushing the the sort of the idea but wwe ran with it um yeah. Well, that's well, yeah, they, that's
1: they, they went for they went for this kind of approach where it was it was much like must see TV. It was ultimately the the whole kind of Stone Cold Vince McMahon rivalry I mentioned before, where it was like the you know, the the worker who was fighting up against his boss and that kind of thing. That it was more relatable, I think. It was less like, oh well here's a, a Viking against an Indian or here's a, <laughs> you know, a, ta- a tax a taxman against a policeman. It was if it it, it it was the first time it felt more real and I think it, it resonated with a lot more people during that time, you know, you still had your silly gimmicks. You had your, your mankind's and your canes and your undertakers and your kind of spectacular, you know, aspects to it, which, which was still fine and great. But the thing that was kind of cemented that was the, the kind of the whole realism of Vince versus uh, Stone Cold. And also your comedic humor from DX and the fact that they were pushing the envelope every week. And it felt a bit like, you know, this was around the time like Jerry Springer was a new thing. And it was like, Oh, it's like reality. But, you know, <laughs> it was, anyway.
0: Yeah. Sort of but sort of not, yeah, that sort of Yeah, place, it was it? like,
1: it's like t- towards 99, it was when the likes of Jerry Springer, WWF, or WWE as it's known today, and South Park, it was like those kind of three entities were like, that was the mainstream media, and it was because we were at a time in the world where it was just, it was a bit more crass, it was a bit more like, yeah, I want to see this, I want to see that, and I want to be shocked and entertained, and, you know, mm-hmm. WWE at the time kind of brought a lot of different aspects of that, so it became a really watchable product for, everybody it wasn't just about people who were into wrestling it was it was almost like your weekly you know episodic soap opera that you wanted to enjoy that
0: had action but also had some really compelling storylines now i um, i was pondering some elements of this as well in terms of of sort of what kept us going with wrestling and i'm interested to know whether you agree with this because i've been thinking about it and um, wrestling as you know it it constantly gets different eras, different names, we had ruthless aggression, reality, PG, et cetera, et cetera. Um and the more I think about it, the more I think we're of the the sort of the right generation here. And uh it'd be interesting to get your thoughts as to whether you, you agree. But um as we've grown, wrestling's kind of gone with us for for better or worse. You know, when we grew out of the the silly gimmicks that were part of the attitude era we then slowly moved into the the ruthless aggression and the reality era uh and then it become more about sort of technical style and and less sort of gimmicky and silly and then now it's sort of almost going pushing our nostalgia at a point when we really want to push our nostalgia and go i remember that that was brilliant uh and i think for me certainly that's certainly some of the thing that that sort of keeps you keeps you going is that it sort of almost grew with us in that sense i think we might have hit that that right sort of peak where as we matured it became a more mature product more about the, the i say the technical style and then again now like we're getting matches like um the boneyard match and stuff like that we're seeing like classic uh biker taker and stuff like that um and it, it to me I, i'm there i'm loving it just because it, it tweaks me nostalgia it reminds me of, of those times do you know what i mean um how do, how do you feel about that do you think there's uh there's any sort of parallel to that or am i just seeing something that's not there
1: no, I think I think you make a really good point. I think it it very much relates to the growth of the individual. I think there was times, you know, within the last ten years or so, where both of us probably stopped watching the product, mm. and it probably just didn't align with who we were at that time. It was just we were growing at different rates. It probably felt a bit too samey, or it felt a bit like it wasn't believable, or whatever the reasons were. We just it just became less compelling to us. Yeah. And then you know, as as you've quite um, really well said, there is it continues to grow and as we continue to grow as well that it becomes this kind of crossover period where it becomes something that we want to be a part of again and it's 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 one of those things like we as people will always continue to evolve we'll continue to grow we'll continue to get new hobbies new interests new things and wrestling will always continue to grow and change and you know you mentioned all the different eras and stuff like that that's not going to stop there's going to be you know increasing number of eras as well and i think it's just this crazy kind of trajectory of 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 the business where we follow it because we've always known it but then there'll be times where we dip in and dip out because it doesn't resonate with us at the time Mm -hmm. but i think at the point where we are right now it's something obviously where you know we we both got kids so the 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 pg aspect to it i'm actually quite a fan of because i look forward to bringing you know my my son up watching this product and, and not have it being like attitude era where it was just you know, tits and ass and gut, like <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that.
0: because <laughs> Yeah, man's just making women kiss because he can. Exactly.
1: So it's like, you know, at the time as, you know, teenagers, we'd love that kind of stuff. But now as we've grown and evolved, as we've just said, where we've become dads and we want to kind of introduce our kids to this product, it kind of, it needs to kind of resonate with our values now today. And I yeah. think, it has grown with us, and I think it is moving more towards that. And it's a, it's a product today that I'm quite happy to show to to my son and trying to get him involved in. But you never know what's going to happen. You could get a new attitude here tomorrow, and then it could obviously change and stuff like yeah. that. But it's.
0: I mean it's a very good point i could i could very much see it much like yourself that um I, I could find myself watching this with my son or even my daughter i don't know um but um like you say it's it's of the right ear at the moment where you don't mind them watching it and it's almost something you could share potentially and um, hopefully that will be the case um certainly my son's not old <laughs> enough to pay any attention to it yet um but you know it would be it'd be a nice thing to share um and again, it, it still nods towards your nostalgia at the moment. I mean, sadly, a lot of the wrestlers we love from that era, you know, getting a bit too old for it. Um, so hopefully they keep creating great stars. Um, yeah, so I think the only other thing I wanted to mention before we move on to talking this week in wrestling was um, a mention of the fact that even when we didn't really follow wrestling, like you say, because it didn't sort of line up with where we were in life at that point, um, we always had a bit of a special love for the Royal Rumble and wrestlemania so do you think that is these two how do you think they've ended up with two shows that sort of transcend sort of where we are with wrestling and to the point that i've literally not watched anything all year and still watch the royal rumble because you you can't not watch a royal rumble um how do you think they managed to get to that point
1: it is a crazy thought really isn't it I, i literally even if tomorrow i was like wrestling is dumb i'm never watching it again I would always watch the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. For me, yep. that that is peak wrestling time, and I think it's 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 more than anything. As as over the years, where I've kind of fell out of love with it and back in love with it and stuff like that, I will always around Royal Rumble WrestleMania season. That's when it seems to pick up, and for me, I think that's when they build. The biggest and strongest storylines. It is literally yeah. the roads, WrestleMania. And you yeah, know, they, they make a <laughs> massive thing, it. don't think, to be fair. That is exactly. the
0: thing. but That is uh, getting
1: longer and longer every year. You know, that <laughs> road is becoming more like a fucking highway of fucking, you know, it's, it's, it's <laughs> fucking yeah. interstate at this point. But it is the time where you kind of feel excited because, you know, the Royal Rumble is a concept which it's just such a fact, like, it doesn't like wrestling's always kind of like, it's the good guy versus the bad guy. This guy's massive, this guy isn't. It could be an underdog story or it could be like a squash from the big angry guy. The Royal Rumble is anyone's
0: game and it could literally be be, be by anyone. 30 people involved, so fast paced. It's not even a pinfall kind of thing. So you're not like, uh, it's not got the same longevity as a a full like clinic of a match, which is still enjoyable, but it's literally get them over the top rope and they hit the floor. And um, how can you ever not enjoy one of them? Exactly.
1: And, you know, for us being fans, like from God knows back when, you know, it always hits my nostalgia button when they bring someone back as well. So I, I always tune in every every
0: year, just hoping that I'll see a familiar face. And it's become because a, of... it's, I take you your point, though, it's become a thing, isn't it? Where someone's going to return. We're going to get a bit of a bit of a pop from someone coming back. There's yeah. always a bit of a surprise element to the Rumble, to the point that you probably classed the the weaker Rumbles as the one that were a bit disappointed or you know, didn't have that a bigger uh, mm. return or something like that. Um so it, it's become an expectation as well. Um, and it's
1: funny as well because the most recent rumble where edge came back like there's people who I I had no idea were wrestling fans but they knew I were uh, I were that's good english they knew I was. Um yeah. and you know <laughs> I I would go to work um after the rumble and people are calling up to me going oh, edge came back and I'm like what
0: <laughs> like
1: <laughs> how do you know who edge is what what's, what's happening so it, it, it obviously holds this kind of like little nostalgia trigger for everybody who has ever been into it at any point in time because there's that hope that they'll see someone that they recognize or is that kind of the, the match concept itself is
0: yeah you know what i mean it, it's yeah. it's gonna be always a fun watch yeah so, um we'll end it on that one, Carl. I think that's a nice little um nice little position to end it on. What I will say to anyone listeners, um I think if you're up for it, Carl, next week's segments actually um because of the way we've ended this one, uh, maybe talk our, our what we deem the greatest Royal Rumble. Be worth a little character. Even greater than
1: the greatest Royal Rumble to well, Mostly
0: because I, Fantastic I don't think the greatest Royal Rumble deserves that title. So <laughs> I think we should Whoa, go out of our way to mind. World Slide. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. That that was a good <laughs> <laughs> but um, now I think we should go out of our way to find what truly was the greatest Royal Rumble if you hope for that study because we're talking about. I mean, I'm up for that. I mean,
1: I'm, I'm pretty sure I already know what it is, so you can you oh, know, wow. change, my okay. mind, change my mind.
0: So I like honestly. it. We, ah, that, that's uh, You've got to put that <laughs> on social media, that guy who's like, uh, Have you seen that meme? I mean, you've change my oh, mind. Oh, yeah, the little uh, yeah. guy stood by the table. So, what I need you to do is have you behind the table with your <laughs> Royal Rumble on it. And then say this: "This is the greatest rumble, Royal Rumble." change my mind, and uh, that that can be our social media post for the day. I like it. Well, Photoshop is a wonderful thing. We'll it certainly it is. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that being said, uh, I thought that was a, a nice, fun little segment. I say little, probably we have a tendency to, you know, go off on a tangent slightly. So I, mean, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah, it. I it's enjoyed. always enjoyable. It's always enjoyable. Um, I probably just shouldn't use the term "little segment" because none of them are. <laughs> Um
1: <laughs> that can be that can be my new um in, intro. And I I'm Anthony and uh, in, with little segment Carl. <laughs> I like it.